Welcome to A Canadian Investing in the U.S., a podcast and YouTube channel focused on Canadians buying real estate with host Glenn Sutherland. Hello and welcome to another episode of A Canadian Investing in the U.S. This week I wanted to talk about how to increase your cash flow by 15%. This isn't any sort of phenomenal trick. It's just something that you actually have to do every year. Um, I know that you... I know that there's a lot of people that don't do it, and I didn't do it uh, in my early days because I had fear uh, that I would lose a tenant. But here it is. Here's the here's how to get 15% more. Anyway, um, so first of all, you got to start thinking a bigger picture. Um, everything is costing more every year, so there's a thing called inflation. So as inflation continues to go up, your dollar continues to go down, uh, the value of it. And it's arguable what the value, of, or sorry, what the rate of inflation is. Um, the, the general consensus is somewhere between 3 to 5%. When I was doing some research, some people were saying 3.6%. There's actually some websites I was reading that were saying it was over 5 um, But basically what you want to be making sure is that your rents are keeping up with inflation. So even if you lowball it and you say 3, 3%, so as long as you're doing a rent raise of 3% every year, and I know there's a bunch of people who are still Canadian investors in Ontario, and they're going, well, I can't even legally do that. Well, there's another perk to going to the United States. So anyway, back to the point. I'm going to make a super simple example, and I'll show you how you can move it up 15%. So you have rent of $1,000 a month. Nice even number. Say that cash flows $200 after you're counting in your... Uh, uh, vacancy repair vacancy your repairs budget I usually put 5% for each in um, insurance property tax property management mortgage and say at the end you have $200 left I usually like to buy properties that have $300 in but let's just do a nice simple example of $200 so show you're getting a cash flow of $200 from the property so if you're moving your rent up by 3% that just made $30 a month and a lot of people don't raise their rent because they fear, oh, for only $30 a month, I might have the possibility of losing my tenant, and I don't want to have to go through the whole uh, tenant turnover, so I'm not going to raise my rent 3%. But maybe you will when you think about this. So just by getting that extra $30 a month, if you take 30 over your $200 uh, a month, you've actually raised your rent 15%. Or sorry, you've raised your cash flow by 15%. So every year you're making an extra 15%. And 15% is a substantial amount to actually make. It's a small amount, but it's a small amount of cash flow for property. So it doesn't weigh out as much. Um, and $30 isn't a sexy number. It doesn't sound like a lot of money. It doesn't sound like it's really worth it. But when you start putting a percentage-wise to it, and you start, start having to do this with all of your money, all of your money that's out, is how, how it's efficient is it being, right? How What is the kind of return is each dollar giving you back? And by just doing this simple thing, you're getting 15 more percent. Um, but you multiply that by 10 or 20 or 30 properties, and it turns into something that's fairly substantial, especially year over year, if it just keeps growing. Um, but like as I was mentioning at the start, the dollar is losing value every year. So every month, you're paying back the bank with money that's less valuable than the day before. So how do you beat inflation? How do you beat this whole inflation thing? 
You do it by getting loans that are secured um, and you're going to be paying back with less valuable money in the future than what is currently going now. And you're locked into this rate. It's not like the banks can come back and say, hey, Glenn, um, you know, inflation's went up a lot over your the length of your loans. So we want to actually raise um, year over year 3% uh, of your, what you're what you owe us it'll never happen they can't do that so you're locked into these term loans and ideally you're looking at um american financing with 30-year loans in in the distance of 30 years um i can't remember the exact number but i was listening to this one podcast and they were saying it was like 200 percent is what the difference that you can make in 30 years just from inflation and that's why it's one it's just an easy way to leverage against inflation is get loans Get loans and let someone else take the uh, get their might be a paid back with the deflated dollar. Anyway, that was a lot of uh, repeated rant. But if you're looking to talk to me, come find me online, uh, Glenn at glensutherland.com, or visit my webpage. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Bye.